Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese Skelly, and you're here for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. I'm excited today to have my guest, Dr. Nadia Brown, share her story. We've, we've known each other for a decade or so, and I was excited to get her to share her journey with you because it's a story that a lot of you are going to be able to relate to, right? And that's what this show is about. The show is about giving you tangible tools and specific things, and mainly hope and inspiration so you can find the courage to keep going when things might get a little funky. So Dr. Nadia, like, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Therese. Of course, of course. So why don't you to just to start by just telling us what you do today and mostly what you love about Well, today I get to lead a sales agency and we provide sales support and sales training to service-based business mm-hmm. providers. And one of the things that I love the most about my work is just seeing the impact that our, you know, our support provides to our clients um, and not only the impact that it has to their businesses, but also to their personal lives. Mm, that has to feel good. That absolutely mm-hmm. has to feel good. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all are on video. If not, you should see her background. I'm just like <laughs> crushing on this background. This is like, I, I, I got a picture in the back wall and she's got this beautiful scenery, all color coded. So you're just, you're just styling here. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the beauty to my show today. Thank so. you. <laughs> so, so now you have an agency, you're, you know, it, it's pretty sophisticated when people are coming in offering sales support. So the, obviously you, you've been around this industry for lots of years. So how did you, how'd you kind of get started and tell me a little bit of like the journey, what the journey was like for you? Ooh, the journey was not without its twists and turns. Yeah. <laughs> When I first started and probably back when you and I first <laughs> yeah. met, I was doing something completely different, leadership training, mm. um, supporting women, mostly women in corporate. Okay. And um, one of the challenges though, that I found along this journey was that I hated sales. And so I had this whole notion of, if I just did the right marketing, if I mm-hmm. just built the right program. So I'd written the book and you'll love this. Therese. The title <laughs> of my book is leading like a lady, how to shatter your inner glass ceiling. Right. So Woo, about- of course. I love that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about all this empowerment and shattering, moving past your fears, shattering your own ceilings that you're putting on yourself. And yeah, my business behind the scenes is a hot mess. So oh. out front, I'm gracing stages. I'm flying across country. I'm doing all these things and behind the scenes. It was just inconsistent. It was just wow. not working. Yeah. And that that's what started my journey to where I am today. Okay, hold on. We got to pull that apart a little bit. So so I'm just kind of laughing because 
you now lead sales teams and you hated yes. to sell. <laughs> so, yes. so Nani, what was, what was, what was your deal? Like, tell me the deal with sales. Like what, what was in the way for you? My biggest thing was I did not want to be sleazy. I didn't want to be out of integrity. And a lot of the things that I've been taught to do just did not, they didn't jive. And so I just couldn't do it, but it was hurting most me. <laughs> right. So do you mean it taught to do mean in terms of what they were teaching in terms of sales training or how you had yes. to sell? Yeah. Yes. Our industry, it was kind of shitty back in the day, wasn't it? It, it was. was really like, oh, <laughs> so predatory, so gross. So um, raise your hand if you've ever felt like Dr. Nadia, like, ick, who wants to be that, right? Okay. But talk about, like, it, it's, can I just laugh? Like, we always teach what we need to learn, right? Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. <laughs> like, you teach about breaking your glass ceiling. Wow, you've got a ceiling on yourself because of your mindset. And I understand not wanting to do something that is sleazy and an out of integrity. Mm-hmm. But Tell me what it felt like. Talk about Adam Integrity. You're teaching this on stages. You're, you're, you're well-known. I mean, you have a DR in front of your name. You're an educated woman, right? And you weren't getting it. So how did you, how was that? It was hard. I can tell you that. I just kept like, if I just, I, I, and that was probably the harder conversation. I'm like, I'm a smart girl. Why couldn't right. I not figure this right. out? Right. And it was just, you know what, Nadia? You can figure this out. You have to focus on it. You have okay. to commit to it. Okay. And then also, you know, what, what else is going on inside? You know, that fear, mm-hmm. the fear of rejection, mm-hmm. you know, making it all about me. And I just committed to finding the style that worked for me. I was excited I- about my work. I did not want to go back to a regular job, although I did take one temporarily. And it was just like, you know what? Commit to it. Shatter your own ceiling, ma'am, and get to it. So that's what I did. So funny. <laughs> Did you ever feel like a fraud or an imposter? I think that was one of the most heartbreaking Mm. parts of that whole process was I remember sitting down, having a conversation with my husband when it all really hit the fan, like the money pretty much stopped coming in. Oh gosh. And I'm like, I owe people. And that's probably one of my worst fears was, you know, hiring people to be on my team and not being able to pay them. Now I'm living this nightmare. Right. And I'm having this conversation with my husband and I'm like, I don't have any answers. And now I'm sobbing because I'm oh. thinking about, you know, I'm on these stages, I'm empowering women. And I know people really value what it is that yeah. I bring to the table. Yet there's this massive disconnect somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so you talk about feeling fraudulent. Oh yeah, that was me. Both hands raised. <laughs> mm. But how did you, well, let me, let me, where do I want to go? Okay. We're going to back up a minute. Why do you think it's so hard for women to sell? I think one is we place a lot of value on what other people think. Ooh, I think okay. sometimes. Okay. And so, and I would say we have trouble with the word no in a, a number of different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, man, that journey of my relationship with the word no is like yeah. a never ending journey, right? right? And right. so I think that those are probably two big ones, but then also finding a way to sell that feels right for, for me. Right. So like when I teach sales, I'm like, take what I teach and apply it to you. So make it your Mm -hmm. own. Don't say you have to do it exactly not this way because you're not me. And so I think that was the, a big piece of it. Another piece I would say, and something that really struck home for me just throughout this journey was, especially back in the day, (laughs) 
you were there, so you know how bad it was. I was back in the I day. Re- I remember having sales conversations and knowing that I, after a call, I would then have a conversation with my coach because, of course, they want to know how to oh, go. Right. And there was all this extra pressure on getting the yes. Yeah. And so if you didn't get the yes in that moment, mm. you it felt like you got beat up all over again. Mm. And, you know, rarely were you ever encouraged or rewarded for having the courage to even step, you know, step into the arena yeah. in the first place. And so that's one of the things that I teach too is, you know what, celebrate the fact that you had the courage Absolutely. to ask because Good. it's a lot putting Good. yourself out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to teach, I taught sales as well. And what I know is that little microcosm of how you show up in the sales conversation oh my gosh, it literally brings up every issue you've ever had, especially, and you will get this, Nadia, if you are up for sale. It's one thing if you're selling insurance for farmers, but when you're the product, oh yeah. Okay. Did you ever have like, and listeners, raise your hand. Um, I don't want to bother people. I think women have this. I, I, I literally think there was a gender difference. Somehow men are given more permission to ask and be like, no, oh, whatever. But women is like, oh, I don't want to buy. Like, did you ever str- struggle with them not wanting to be a bother? Oh, yeah. And even now, you know, that's still, I still have those moments of crazy. Am I being a pest or, you know, should yeah. I follow up one more time? Even though I know people are busy. Right. Um, and I've had people thank me like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for following up with me and reaching out. But yeah. there's still those moments when I'm like, maybe I shouldn't send this one more email. Like right. at what point? Do I go from being diligent in my follow-up to being a pest? Like that fine line is just so, it's, it's delicate. Yeah. You know, there's a, 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 of course, a male sales trainer that says you follow up till they, till they buy or die. Yep. I've heard that one. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> oh, you know, that just get, it just doesn't really work well for our feminine mm-hmm. psyches. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, the, the being a bother comes from the sense of not enoughness, like a shame. If you've ever had any trauma, not saying that you have, but you know, for those of us who had any level of dysfunction in your life, actually those of us are probably are women probably have the same thing, but, but the, I don't want to be a bother. I should, I shouldn't have to act like asking is really, really hard. And what mm-hmm. I say to people is if you had the cure for cancer, would you feel like you're being a bother by sharing it? Mm-hmm. So how did you flip it to no, me offering this is actually a gift. It's not a bother. It's not an imposition. So, so how did that work for you? Well, part of it, part of the process, I realized that sales conversations were not as scary as I had created them in my mind to be. And, and just going and having these conversations over and over and over Mm -hmm. again, I realized, you know, I'm just having a, I'm simply having a conversation with someone Mm -hmm. who. And I'm getting to know them and how I may be able to support them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, well, I can help with that. Would you like my help with that? And nice. if so, here's how it is. You know, here's how yeah. it could work. And if that works, they say yes. And if it doesn't, they say no. And it's like, it sounds oversimplified, <sighs> but it yeah. really is simple. <laughs> so yeah. we've made it so much bigger than what it has to be. And so that was part of my process of letting go. And then also, um, reminding myself because I think we all need those reminders and so you know reminding myself of of the impact of thinking about you know how my clients have benefited from my work and thinking to myself you know I am I do provide value I do make a difference and my work 
should be out there. I should, you know, reach mm-hmm. out to more people and get, get it out there mm-hmm. more. So all of that definitely. Those are really good tips. So number one, it's just a conversation when I, when I was struggling, cause I was same thing. I was like, Oh my God, I can't sell. I hate it. You know? And, and the coach that I had at the time said, do you understand that the root of the word sell is just start to serve? Mm-hmm. But I feel like Nadi, we, at least we were, I was probably you too taught like, you know, like you got to trap them and you got to catch them on the object. Like, like, like when it's all gorilla and stealth and that very, ha, yeah, I'm going to catch you. I, like, no wonder nobody freaking wants to do that. So I heard from you, you made it work for yourself. You developed mm-hmm. a structure that is really in alignment with who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, you're exactly right. I hated that whole bait and switch. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We could go on so, for days around right. this one. I know, for real. And so it was like, no, I want us to be clear. We are here today to discuss this. Yeah. Um, but definitely aligning with my values, aligning with just being open and honest. And even sometimes in the conversation, you know, saying, speaking to the elephant in the room, you know what? If this is a no, it's really okay. Yes. Uh, it's okay to say no because. I think sometimes on the flip side, as the buyer, we don't always want to say no because we don't want to hurt that person's feelings. Right, but it right. really then just elongates this whole conversation of follow-up when you're really not moving right. planning forward. And so just inviting all of that into a sales conversation is just has been really life-changing for me. That's wonderful. I don't, you know, I, I love teaching sales because it's a place that I see brilliant people just falling down on their knees. And that sounds like you, like you had this, you were good. You have books. You were, you were, you know, the it girl, you were doing everything. And yet because of some stories you had, and I'm also hearing maybe not bad coaching, but back in the day, you know, it was very like, did you get a yes? Did you get a yes? you like, there's so much freaking pressure, right? So much pressure. Oh my God. What would you tell somebody now if they're feeling, because there's a difference between what I would say is for me, a sales conversation is. I'm going to get to know you and I'm, and something good is going to happen. I'm going to, you're going to have an insight. You're going to have a breakthrough. There's, and that's my agenda. Mm-hmm. If at the end you buy freaking cool, if not cool too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I have framed it in a way that takes the pressure out of it and takes it. But what do you do if you really freaking need a sale? Like if you're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> cause it's cool to be all like Zed and unattached. But what do you, what do you do if the money's tight and you like, cause that's where people get hooked. So what oh would you say to people? God. That is the hardest, the hard, it's hard to go there into a sales are. conversation and not think about your bank account yeah. when your bank account needs some cash. <laughs> so yes. Yes. I would say for me, it really requires me to, um, to get grounded, to take some time to journal or pray or whatever it is to, you know, get all of that out of my head Good. so that I can be fully present to serve that person. I, if I bring mm-hmm. it to the sales conversation, it's all weird it's and messy. Awkward. Yeah. Yes. And so it's like, okay, Nadia, I get it. So acknowledge it. Right. I have that <laughs> moment before the call. Yep. Things that don't look the way you would like them to look in your bank account currently. Mm-hmm. And also trusting that God can provide beautiful in another way. It doesn't beautiful. have to come through the sale. So yes, I'm going to show up and do my part, 
And if it doesn't come this way, I just trust that it will, it will come when I need it. Crazy, crazy. What I say is God's my source. The client's not necessarily right. That's what you just said. Mm -hmm. That client, that one person in front of me might not be my source. I love that. So be open to other ways of receiving. Um, I just got to go back to the fraud factor though, because I think, I think that affects more people than we know. Right. And, and I, and it's a double whammy. Um, you're an educated woman (laughs) when we're smart, when we appear on the outside, like, I mean, was there shame for you? Was there, was there like, God, what would people like when I went to bankruptcy, I was like, okay, I'm a freaking business coach and I screwed this up. Nobody's ever going to hire me. Mm-hmm. Right. So was there ever like, if people knew or like, like just, just cause I think a lot of people do like sales and, and fraud factor, they just go hand in hand. So that's why we're kind of tag teaming here. Definitely. Definitely. There was a lot of shame, a lot of, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of embarrassment. I think that caused me to shrink back for a while. Mm-hmm. I would say for years, probably a couple of years where wow. I just didn't show up as fully as I would have had I not gone through that. And it took me a long time to even talk about it. It was just one mm-hmm. of those things like, I don't even want to talk about the fact that this even happened. But it was also really freeing to say, you know what? I struggled with this. And if I can yes. overcome it, you can too. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well, how did you overcome it? Like that's, that's, I want to hear that path because that, that journey is so important. It's, it's one thing to say, here's how, here's how to sell. But how do you overcome feeling like a fraud? Oh, I would say <laughs> surround one thing for me was definitely getting support. So having the right being surrounded by positive yeah. thinkers, you know, people awesome. that that also could see in me what I couldn't yet see myself. So definitely yeah. having them around, whether it's a coach, a mentor, or a good friend, yeah. um, you know, just having that person or persons in your life to really support you in that and reflect Mm -hmm. that back to you. I always say have someone or a team of people in your life where you can borrow their faith when you run out. Um, Yes. Because, you know, there are those days when you just wake up. (laughs) And we have days. Seriously. And so that was huge for me in going through that. I'm really active. I was probably more active in the past in my faith community. So just, you know, and I really believe that this is part of my purpose and why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like, you know what, Nadia, just keep going through the process. And and in the process of also making a commitment to myself to say, what you you know what, you can do hard things and you can do sales and doing that and being able to then go from someone that shied away from sales to moving into where I had a mentor that hired me to be on their sales team. Um, yeah, totally. I will say yeah. this though, cause I have to okay. say this. Okay. I did not know that that was where I was going to end up. So I thought I was coming in to do something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> ended up having sales calls and then it, that led to more sales calls. And before you knew it though, I was number one in the company. Like I just, because I was so focused yeah. Um, it also allowed me to not have that pressure. So I literally right. was focused on the co- next conversation, yeah. the next conversation. And it was one of the owners of the company pulled me to the side. He was like, Nadia, do you realize that in the past 72 hours, you've closed over a hundred thousand or near hundred, somewhere around six figures. 
And oh I was like, I God. have like Therese, I wasn't tracking it. Yeah. I was just talking to people. Yeah. And I was like, I did? I did that? Really? Wow. And so it was like, okay, okay, I can't do this. I'm not bad. But yeah, it took a wow. while. It took some pro- it took some time. Who would have thunk it, right? Like if, if five years ago somebody would have said, You're gonna do what? You would have said, Are you insane? There's no way. Yes. With a whole lot of attitude. Like that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, here's what I love is I feel like it's kind of a paradox because when you feel bad about yourself, it's really hard to reach out and tell people you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> Those are the times we're not like, hey, hi, I suck. How are you? Right. I mean, like it's it's and in the vulnerability is the grace and the vulnerability is the only place that we can receive support. And yeah. most of us have been conditioned. We want to show up good. We want, we don't want to, you know, it's like I say, like all photoshopped and I'm not mm-hmm. talking wrinkles. I'm talking life, right? Look, right. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Thanks. <laughs> fine. And you're dying inside. And so totally. I really love and I re- listeners. I want you to hear this. You can't do it alone. You absolutely can't do it. And I mean, I have my girls that I'll be like, uh, like, do you believe in me? <laughs> Are you sure it's going to work out? Like, like if you don't have those lifelines, it's, it's easy to give up. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to keep going, find those places, find those people. And yes, you got to be vulnerable. You got to yes. be real messy and you got to like, yeah, I think suck right now. Mm-hmm. And can you just hold me right there? And can you remind me? What did you say? I like, they remind, they had more faith. Tell, talk, say the faith part. I borrowed. Oh, their faith. you can they borrow can, their faith when you have none. So good. So good. And so that one tool is going to save you. Oh, you yeah. So either literally pick up the phone and call the person or just say, okay, what would Therese tell me? What would Nadi tell me? What would my grandma tell me? What would, what would Oprah tell me? It doesn't have to be a living person or, or a person, you know, it could just be like, oh, Oprah would tell me that I can do anything. Yes. I'll, I'll take her belief. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's so powerful. That is so powerful. So what's the biggest surprise along the way? You know, cause that's, that was a big overcoming story. And there was, there's the story of shame and how the outside didn't match the inside and struggling with that. And, you know, the husband probably, I'm sure the husband was like, uh, what are we doing? <laughs> you didn't tell yes. me the husband's story, but <laughs> so what, what lessons have you learned along the way? I've definitely learned I was stronger than I thought. Oh, um, and actually going through that process was actually a really great blessing mm. because it opened the door to a brand new, like we shifted and pivoted the business, the focus. Yeah. I now get to really support women in a completely different way. That wouldn't have happened if things had been right. perfect from the start. Right. I also have a greater compassion for women or, you know, for business owners when they go through those. Like, I think when I first started, there was probably a lot more judgment. Uh, Like, how did you let that happen? Right. Like, you know, this hoity-toity and they're just like, oh, honey, you just wait. Right. So um, definitely a lot more compassion and just in wanting that desire to really want to help women to grow their businesses and step out and have that impact that they desire. Mm, that's beautiful. You know, almost every person that comes on this show talks about the hard times and every single person says, and it was a gift. I'm so blessed that I got to go through that. Mm-hmm. And so 
if somebody is in a hard place right now, like how do you, cause it's hard when you're in the middle of it. You weren't, you weren't like going yippee skippy. This is going to look good Not at all. <laughs> so, so what could you use to help remember that it always gets better? Right. And obviously as long as you had a pulse, you got another mm-hmm. day. Like, so what, what did you use or what, what would you instruct people if they're in the middle of something funky? Yeah, I would definitely say, you know, but one, the practice the gratitude, right? Have a oh, gratitude nice. practice. So this part of my life didn't work out, but there were so many other parts of my life that were mm. just fine, right? Beautiful. And so, you know, taking that time to focus on having gratitude about what is going right. And like you said, you, A, you still have a pulse. Let's start there. Boom. Right. Um, right. It could be worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And then making a commitment to just take it one day at a time, one day at a time, I think especially people like me. I'm like, I want it done yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. I remember when I was working on my dissertation, it was like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> right. And that is a constant right. reminder, one bite at a time. And then mm. just remembering this too shall pass. Like it won't be That's like beautiful. this for always. I love earlier what you said, Nadia, is I can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I think sometimes life might kick us around, but how did you have the knowing that you're like, nah, I can, I can do that. How did you have that knowing? Because just that, that resilience or that understanding of yourself, where, where did that come from? One, it probably came from all these degrees. <laughs> this is true. You got years a lot of, of degrees. A lot of degrees. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, just looking at, like my, my mom, my grandmother, like those are some really strong women. I'm like, I come, yeah. from, I come from good stock, you know? Oh. But I also think that making this leap and leaving a corporate job and coming into <laughs> entrepreneurship, I didn't realize it was going to be as challenging as it oh, was, Yes, but I knew it wasn't going to be a cakewalk. And so just reminding yeah. myself, like, you know, this is just part of the journey and yeah. I can do hard things. Good. Okay. So if you just like, let's all say that together. I can do hard things. I can do like, hard that things. That just makes it, because I think what happens is we suffer when we, when we go, oh, this shouldn't, this is terrible. This shouldn't happen. Or we go victim me, poor me. This is right. <laughs> right? I mean, whereas if you can say, okay, I can do hard things next. Mm-hmm. Take it one day at a time. Like you were saying, one day at a time, just one at a time and be grateful for what I have and notice what is working. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how you, that's how you don't get swept under, right? That's how yeah. you just go, oh, I'll just so sell shoes because this thing's not working, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Forget it. I'm out of here. <laughs> that's right. So um, if folks want to follow you, where do they go? Where do they find you? So uh, there's my website, the Doyen Agency. I'll spell that because everyone's like, how do you spell that? Um, Doyen is D-O-Y-E-N-N-E, uh, the Doyen Agency. Dot com okay. um, on social most of my social handles are I am Dr. Nadia yes, on Instagram are. Twitter Facebook uh, and I have a, a, a new resource I'm excited to share um, yeah. courageous conversations that convert checklist so you can ah. grab that at courageous conversations that convert.com oh that's fabulous and all those will be in the show notes because nobody's going to know how to spell doyen i don't even know no what the one. word means it's a beautiful word it's got to have a meaning so want to share what that means it means, out, it means standout woman leader boom we all are that yes, yes. 
cool, cool. You couldn't say at the standoutleader.com. Like, no, how fancy honest doctor Nadia. Thank you, darling. Sure, sure, sure. So it has been a delight. And I, I love your energy and I love the courage that you've showed and that just the resilience and the like, there's a way out. And I love that you're like, wow, this has been a blessing. It, it gets, it always gets better. Right. Mm-hmm. And so just as you, as we wrap up here, is there anything that I didn't ask or anything that is in your heart to share any other piece of inspiration that you want to, you want to gift us with? Ooh. So as you were asking this question, I just thought about my granny mm-hmm. um, who has had such a massive impact on my life. And one thing that she always used to say to me was anything worth having is worth fighting for. Oh, thank you, Granny. That's beautiful. That's right. And so listeners, you're up for the fight. It's worth it. And remember, you got support, right? You're not alone. You got support. Call in those people. All right. This Definitely. has been so, so lovely. So good to spend time with you, Nadia. This is great. Likewise. Follow her, follow her, follow her and get that checklist. And the, all the links will be in the show notes. So I'm delighted that y'all listen to, to this. And you know what I'd love? I'm going to make an ask because we women get to make asks. Leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review and or send it to a friend. Lots of people need to hear about selling and feeling like a fraud, right? This is a really, really important topic. So feel free to share this episode with a friend. Peace and blessings. Bye now. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.